Welcome to the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Here age relives fond memories of the past. On this podcast, we'll take a journey to the past and explore Disneyland and Disneyland history with mementos, snapshots, and postcards sent from Disneyland from 1955 to the present. I am your host, your post-host, Clocky, and today I'll be sharing with you two postcards sent from Disneyland. The front of our first postcard has Dumbo flying over Fantasyland. In the background, you can see the Chicken of the Sea pirate ship and the entrance to Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. On the back, it reads, Dumbo, Fantasyland. In Fantasyland, elephants fly and so do you. At the snap of Timothy's whip, Dumbo soars skyward in a dizzying flight above the happiest land of them all. It's postmarked November 10, 1977, and sent with a nine-cent right of people peaceably to assemble postage stamp. I assume they visit the park on Wednesday, November 9th, when park hours were from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. The weather was a high of 82 and a low of 47. It's addressed to a Mr. and Mrs. L. Kirkham of Victoria, British Columbia, Canada. It reads, November 977. Dear Larry and Florence, At last, I arrived in California. Beautiful weather. Sunny. Everything is green. It's a new world for me. Having a wonderful time. Chase. I chose this Fantasyland postcard because this week's Imagineer was the first art director for Disneyland's Fantasyland. Bill Martin was born on June 15, 1917, in Marshalltown, Iowa. He studied at Los Angeles Junior College and the Chouinard Institute in Southern California. He worked in the motion picture industry before and after serving in World War II. In 1953, while working for 20th Century Fox, he received a phone call from Disney to work on a new project. He worked with a select group of Imagineers to travel around and study other amusement parks. Martin was grouped together with Richard Irvine and Marvin Davis as Walt's brick-and-mortar men. It was their job to work directly with the designers to firm the plans into three-dimensional and lasting structures. He was also involved with brainstorming for each land. One of his short-lived ideas included Main Street's lingerie store, jokingly calling it the Wizard of Bras. The Hollywood Maxwell's Intimate Apparel Store lasted on Main Street for just under a year and a half. More of his lasting ideas included how to make the Peter Pan attraction a fly-through by designing a bird's-eye-view schematic of the attraction. His concept layout for Fantasyland included some never-built attractions, including duck bumps, which I covered in episode 64, sent with no stamp, and a Ferris wheel attraction based on the Silly Symphony short, The Old Mill. Playful spooks have interrupted our tour. Please remain seated in your doom buggy. We will proceed in just a moment. In case you were wondering, yes, you can use the postage stamps that you purchased through Enfield Post. Don't make the mistake I did. After ordering stamps, check your desk for a glue stick. I had to run out to the store to pick up a six-pack of non-toxic re-stick glue sticks so that I could use my new, well, old stamps. Just make sure that your postage matches the current postal rates for a letter or a postcard. Now head over to Etsy and explore all the different vintage stamps you can use on your next card or letter. That's E-N-F-I-E-L-D-P-O-S-T on Etsy and Instagram for all your wedding and vintage postage needs. Enfield Post is the official postage stamp sponsor of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. We have been unavoidably detained by pranky spirits. Kindly remain seated in your doom buggy, please. We will continue our tour momentarily. 
the front of our next postcard has the Matterhorn towering over Monorail Yellow, which is traveling over the submarines in Tomorrowland. On the back it reads, Matterhorn Mountain. A Disneyland landmark, the snow-capped Matterhorn Mountain towers majestically over all the Magic Kingdom. High-speed bobsled runs carry guests down its slopes and through Glacier Grotto inside the mountain. It's postmarked March 27, 1966, with a Honolulu cancel. It's marked for airmail and sent with two five-cent gray George Washington postage stamps. I assume they visit the park on Saturday, March 26th, when park hours were from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. The weather was a high of 65 and a low of 45. Park attendance that day was 34,993. It's addressed to a Mr. and Mrs. J. Mackey of Struthers, Ohio. It reads, Hi, I've been visiting with Bob and Elle for a few days. Was here for Shalia's birthday. Went to Disneyland yesterday. Love, B. After Disneyland opened, Martin continued working in Imagineering on many projects that were scrapped, like International Street and a walkthrough attraction featuring oversized object which would have belonged to Paul Bunyan. Then, in 1958, he began working on Disneyland's first and largest edition of attractions. He assisted in arranging the three e-ticket attractions, the Matterhorn, the Monorail, and the Submarines, to fit near and on top of one another in the eastern part of the park. This included shifting some existing attractions, like the Autopia, which is on top of the submarine voyage, and the Skyway, which went through the Matterhorn. After the 1959 expansion of the park, he was placed on a team working on a project called Old New Orleans. The 1964 World's Fair delayed the project, but eventually the project was renamed and opened as New Orleans Square in 1966. While working on that project, Walt recruited Martin to join the planning team for the Florida Project. In 1971, Martin was promoted to Vice President of Design for Wed Enterprises. One of his largest contributions to Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom is the underground Utilidor system. This is the sub-basement of the park, which allows maintenance to service the hot and cold water pipes, electrical lines, and sewage. The Utilidors also allows for storage, break rooms, and the ability to move food and merchandise supply to different corners of the park. Martin also designed the Richard F. Irvine Riverboat. He retired from Imagineering in 1977, but was brought in as a consultant for Epcot and Tokyo Disneyland. He passed away on August 2, 2010. Martin was named a Disney legend in 1994 and has window dedications at both Disneyland on the Main Street Opera House and Walt Disney World above the Plaza Ice Cream Corner. Also because of his work on New Orleans Square and the Haunted Mansion, Martin was honored with a Haunted Mansion tombstone at both parks, which reads, R.I.P. Here lies a man named Martin. The lights went out on this old Spartan. Thanks for listening to Sent from Disneyland. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. It would also help to leave a five-star rating and comment on whatever podcast platform you use. If you'd like to support the show financially, please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash sentfromdisneyland. Special thanks to e-ticket patrons Tania, Eric Daniels, Joe Gamble, and Scott D. Booker. C-ticket patrons Debbie Weinstein, Brian Crawford, Grace Cote, Jennifer Schneep, Ruby McDowell, and series inquiries only. B-Ticket patrons The Riley Family, and a special shout-out to Random Olive, the first patron to this podcast, and the A-Ticket patrons Elise Sharp, Zealot Infinity, Claire Voigtlander, Alexis Robles, Angelica Nablock, Monica Seats Vega, The All Aboard Podcast, and Maggie and Henry Byers. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Sent From Disneyland, or on Twitter at Sent From Disney. 
For questions and comments, send me a postcard address to Sent from Disneyland, P.O. Box 44, Hood, California, 95639. This podcast is not affiliated with Disney, the United States Postal Service, or any post office or Disney properties. Opinions expressed on this podcast belong to its hosts and the guests of the Sent from Disneyland podcast.